Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We've had the first week of the playoffs and it's been uh, it's been an interesting one. There's been some very exciting uh, plays made by people that you wouldn't expect and equally there's been some quite heavy hitters that just didn't quite make the mark <laughs> this week. So um I guess we'll we'll dive in very soon but first of all Jack how how do we find you this week? Yeah, I mean, yeah, stress-free. No, no, no playoff <laughs> matchups for me this week. I mean, obviously, in our in our third league, I did manage to win, which was which was nice. So yeah, all in all, a pretty good week for me. Yeah, yeah, quite the same. Could say the same for me, really. Um, it looks like in Dynasty, if I'd played anybody this week, I would have won. So that's a nice a nice uh, start, even though it was a bye week. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice stress-free week there. Um, Okie dokie. Well, we'll start off and uh, we'll do our we'll do our top ten. And surprise, surprise, somebody probably heard us last week uh, <laughs> saying how he'd moved down to the tight end number two uh, and decided to put on an absolutely crazy performance. And that's uh, Mr. Travis Kelsey, who came in with forty-one points oh, this week. He's uh, he's proven us all wrong. Uh, so he had uh, ten receptions. For 191 receiving yards <laughs> with two touchdowns, and that's on 13 targets. So, yeah, 41.1 points. Not a bad performance for a tight end. Yeah, I mean, he was he was absolutely amazing. I mean, 19 yards a catch for a tight end is, is pretty mental anyway. Um, and obviously, to top it off, he got the, the walk-off game-winning touchdown in overtime, where he, ra- he ran by about five or six Poor Chargers defenders. So yeah, Kels Kels was outstanding. The, the Chiefs in general are outstanding, which I'm sure we'll mention later. But yeah, Kels back back where he belongs at the top. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to see him there. Um, it just so happened to be the week that I didn't need him. For <laughs> so let's hope he does that again. Um, and then next up, number two is uh, Tyler Huntley, who's uh, <laughs> obviously stepping in for Lamar Jackson there. Who had a fantastic game? That's a thirty-five point nine pointer. So really, I guess we're saying thirty-six points if we're rounding and been generous. Um, so he had uh, two hundred fifteen passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Um, he had forty attempts, twenty-eight completions, and um, he also had a hundred. Sorry, thirteen rushing attempts for seventeen yards and two rushing touchdowns as well. So. Lots of lots of very nice to see stats there from your quarterback. Yeah, I mean he was he was outstanding. outstanding. He looked he looked so poised. Um, I've seen a lot of people say he looks not that he's a better quarterback than Lamar, but certainly p- passing he just looks a little bit more accurate and a little bit more poised. He was he was absolutely outstanding. The Ravens obviously really should have won that. Um, obviously they made the the crazy call to go for two. Um, when really they needed this win, but yeah, Huntley was outstanding. Obviously, Lamar will come back. Um, but you know, Huntley's he certainly played his way into perhaps a perhaps even a job for next year. So yeah, he, he was he was amazing. Might even be worth a a dynasty pickup for for some people. I know he's um he's gone in our league, but yeah, he was he was outstanding. Yeah, he was he was. I mean for somebody to step up to the plate yeah you know as a backup to Lamar Jackson as well and, and put up that kind of performance yeah it was quite Jackson-esque really yeah it was um you know he he kind of emulated him and it was it was yeah he can't ask for a better standing really it is just a shame as you say that they went for that stupid goal and <laughs> so lost ridiculous. by a point but you know it doesn't matter if you lose by a point or lose by 30 you know it's still a loss so yeah. you've just got to be careful with those things 
Well, it seems to be the week for tight ends anyway, because uh, Mark Andrews comes in at, uh, at number three. Speaking of uh, Ravens players, he had a fantastic game. Uh, so he had, uh, let's have a look, 13 targets, 10 receptions, 136 yards, and two touchdowns there. So, um, yeah, very good day at the office for Mark Andrews, who, you know, he's he's obviously one. He's he's looking at that tight end one spot, isn't he? He's, he's keeping he's keeping his position safe from Travis Kelsey there <laughs> by putting up an almost equally excellent performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been outstanding these past few weeks. You know, last two weeks he's both games over ten receptions, hundred yards. Um, that puts him over a thousand yards for the season as well. Um, nice to see him um, still performing even in Lamar Jackson's absence. Uh, Lamar was very happy on the sideline for him to see to see him going absolutely off even with Huntley as quarterback. So yeah, Andrews is the tight end one. Um, I think that's probably going to continue because I mean the, the Ravens don't seem to have wide receivers at the minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think Mark Andrews is probably likely to to squeak a few a few more top performances before the end of the season. Yeah, more than likely. And then slightly behind Andrews in fourth is Cooper Cup, a regular feature of this top ten. <laughs> it's it's unusual to not see him here, and he had a great game as well. Thirteen targets, nine receptions, one hundred and thirty-six yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, Cup was amazing. I watched the highlights this morning when I got up. Um, he he was by the looks of it, the, the, he's the bulk of of that Rams offense. You know, Stafford again only completed twenty-one passes just under 50% of them being completed towards Cooper Cup. Um, the rest of the wide receivers didn't do much. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been outstanding. You look at the numbers on the season, 1,600 yards, 122 receptions and 14 touchdowns. It's just absolutely insane. Um, no one predicted this at the start of the season. We thought he'd be good, but this is, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's probably the biggest surprise of, of 2021, to be honest. Um, he is just incredible um, and he's closely followed this week by another Chiefs player we've got Tyreek Hill who got 32.8 points this week and that's on 13 targets 12 receptions 148 yards and a single touchdown as well there yeah I mean like I said it was, it was vintage Chiefs this was Mahomes was good Kelsey was good Hill was good um, nice to see because he, he has been um, sort of a bit down these past couple of weeks versus um Vegas and versus Denver, he was he, he was just a bit of a non-factor. Um, but this this is what he's capable of. If if the Chiefs are going to do well, uh, really it's got to go through Kelsey or, or Hill. Uh, it just happens to be both in this game. So hopefully we see a, a few more of these um, breakout performances from Hill before the end of the season. Yeah, fantastic performance from Hill. And you just mentioned Pat Mahomes. Uh, he's he's up next with twenty nine point six points. Uh, 410 passing yards that is incredible Uh, three touchdowns Uh, he had 47 attempts, 31 completions Uh, and then three rushing attempts for 32 yards so wow, what a game for Mahomes bounce back yeah he was he, he was amazing. I mean, obviously, we, we know he had the, the sort of the down period in the middle, beginning to middle of the season. Um, but I mean, the the Chiefs are clearly still the team to beat in the AFC. Um, even though he's had a down year, he's still got thirty touchdown passes and over four thousand yards. So it's like you know, a down year for Mahomes is still a pretty good year. Um, and I th- I think that win against the uh, against the Chargers will, will sort of spur them on to the end of the season. So I'm expecting nothing but good things out of the Chiefs the rest of the way. To be honest, 
I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up at number seven, we've got Brandon Cooks, uh, 29.2 points. And that's on seven receptions from 10 targets, 102 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. So, yeah, not seen his name in this top 10 too often. No, we haven't. I, he's quietly put together a, a, a pretty good season, despite the obviously the inconsistencies at the quarterback position. Um, he's just under 1,000 yards, 80 receptions, and five touchdowns. Fantastic week against the, the just the, the dreadful Jaguars. Um, obviously, in a bit of turmoil they are, but... Yeah, uh, Cooks is he is quarterback proof. Um, anyone who picked him up um, in drafts, sort of mid to late rounds, is going to be fairly happy on the whole this season. I think because he's been he's been pretty consistent throughout. Yeah, he's he's just he's a bit of an unsung hero, really. I think, yeah, of the of the fantasy variety. Um, just because he's on a bad team doesn't mean he's a bad player. I think is the is the thing to take from this. Exactly, and he he is the target. So a great player to have. I've been burnt by him in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I must admit. Um. Number eight, here he is, my boy, Jalen Hurts. He's yeah. back in the top ten. What a good game from him. And to be honest, that interception was ridiculous. Yeah, off it was. The foot of, <laughs> was it off the foot of Goddard's? Yeah. And oh man, he didn't deserve that. Anyway, I'll stop. I'll stop going on about him because we're here to do stats, not uh, not fawn over players. <laughs> um, he's uh, two hundred ninety-six passing yards for uh, for Hurts this week with a touchdown, and obviously that horrendous uh, interception that should just defied the laws of gravity somehow <laughs> um and then we've got 26 passing attempts 20 passing completions uh and to go along with that we've got eight rushing attempts for 38 yards and two touchdowns there so yeah quite a big three touchdown game from uh from hertz there which is a nice nice win against the divisional rivals in the in the redskins there well they were the redskins the, the football team <laughs> so yeah good good uh good game for for Jalen. Yeah, I mean that, that is a fantastic win. That that puts them right back in the mix for that for that wild card spot. Um, you know, so they knowing they can win these next couple of games and, and sneak into the playoffs. Hit Hertz is going to have to play well. Personally, I think he will. Like you said, we've sort of loved him the entire season. He's he's been an absolute machine, getting over twenty points in I believe all but one of his games. Um, so yeah, more to come from Hertz, and he is he is still the quarterback of the future for me for the for the Eagles. So I think it'll be nice if they squeak into the playoffs. And I think based on their schedule, I believe they've got the Giants, and then I think it's the football team again in yep. the last week of the season. Um, so that yeah, I I think they can certainly squeak in here, and um, that I mean that'll be fantastic for Hertz's confidence. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he has potentially the strongest playoff schedule. Uh, as far as kind of fancy implications are concerned, yeah. uh, facing off the Giants and then again the fo- football team, it's uh, <laughs> easy pickings. Yeah, it's quite tasty, really. Uh, well, I said at the start of the episode, it's uh, it's the tight end, <laughs> tight end week this week. We've got Hunter Henry at number nine, um, which is quite surprising. We've not seen him yet this season in the top ten, no. but twenty five point seven points, a nice, uh, nice, nice one there. He had six uh, receptions, um, two touchdowns. Uh, eight targets and uh, yeah that's sorry I forgot the yardage there sorry I'm using it's a bit different this week I'm using the app rather than the uh, than the website the, sleep, the sleeper <laughs> website app and it's so different they've laid everything out differently so sorry <laughs> 77 receiving yards it's just 
it's bizarre how the same product can be so different in two different <laughs> formats. Anyway, I apologise, I'm digressing. So yeah, Hunter Henry, uh, great, yeah. great performance. I mean, I, I don't think we'll see him again. Um, you know, nice little performance in, in what was a loss to the Colts in the end. I must admit, I did think the Patriots would do better in this one. I did think they'd they'd manage to win, but it turned out Jonathan Taylor was too much. But Mac, Mac Jones and obviously Hunter Henry, they, they got some nice garbage time touchdowns. Um, so yeah, nice performance for anyone who started him. Frustratingly, in one of our other leagues, I had him on the bench and played Jonu Smith, which oh. was, a, was a bit of a disaster. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think we'll see him again, but nice performance from Henry. Okay, so that's, I guess that's one big surprise. Get ready for the biggest oh, surprise go. of the top 10. Duke Johnson, Dude. coming in at 25.7. What a game from him. I mean, he gets elevated, he gets put in, and he just goes off with a, a career game, to be honest. Um, 107 rushing yards, um, which is crazy, and 20 receiving yards. So, 127 yards altogether. He had um, two uh, rushing touchdowns. He didn't get a receiving touchdown, sadly for him. And uh, 22 rushing attempts. So, yeah. <laughs> not, not bad for a for a, for a guy who, to be honest, we all thought was washed up and would never really do anything good again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this this would have been in the bottom five of players that I would have projected to be in the top ten this week out of everyone in the league, even defenses. I think I didn't I didn't really see this coming. Even if he, even when he was elevated, I didn't didn't think he'd, he'd do this well. But yeah, fantastic performance from Duke. He's he's usually sort of a bit of a, a receiving back, so to see him get a hundred yards on the ground is, is nice and the two touchdowns. Um admittedly it was against the Jets. Um and like like I said with the last one, I, I don't think we'll see him again. But yeah, anyone who started Duke Johnson, you're a you're a genius this week. <laughs> <laughs> and that rounds out the top ten. Um I would like to make a notable mention of the number eleventh place player here. Oh, um, Gabriel Davis, yes, um, who played incredibly well, and obviously with Cole Beasley now off um, for ten days with the COVID protocol, I believe, as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that being Tuesday, um, I think he's probably going to see see kind of a continued trend of being pretty damn good, uh, and I do believe Sanders as well is a little bit iffy as to whether he's going to come back. So. In his last three games, he's had more than 10 points in every game. Oh. And it's kind of gone up incrementally from 11 points against the, the Patriots, who obviously are a great defense, as we know. Um, Tampa Bay last week, he had 15 points. And then this week against Carolina, he's got 25. So it's a nice little trend line there. Um, and they do play New England again tomorrow. So it, tomorrow, this week. Uh, so it's it's obviously one of those uh, one of those things where, you know, the, the past yeah. defense is very good, it so is. he might not be seeing uh, as many points. But uh, for a for a young twenty two year old in his in his second year, who you know was picked up uh, last year, didn't really do too much. Had a lot of touchdowns called back. Um, he's <laughs> um, he's a guy who I think it can be sneaky good. So he's somebody I'd maybe maybe be looking to target next season just because of that. Yeah, nice little those he's nice little stats right he's getting up there. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's, he's, it's a slow burn. It's a slow build-up, but it is definitely moving in the right direction uh, for me anyway. Yeah, no, I com- completely agree. Um, I've, I've liked what I've seen out of him these past few weeks. Like you said, um, Diggs has been on a down year. The rest of the Bills receiving calls a bit meh. Um, so if, if he can keep shining, I think, yeah, certainly next year, I think we could be could be looking at sort of wide receiver two type, type talent, I believe. So, yeah, completely agree. 
any any other notable um, performances? I think I any mean good, any good ones or bad ones because there were a few bad ones. I'll mention one good one. Now I'll get into the bad. I mean Jonathan Taylor, who I assume must have been pretty close to the top ten. Uh, yeah, he must have been twelfth or thirteenth. I mean, one hundred and seventy yards and a touchdown um, to further extend his rushing lead um, in a nice win over the uh, over the Patriots. Who was good as they are on defense, are dreadful against the run. Um, so yeah, Jonathan Taylor, big shout out to him. He's been um, many people clamoring for for him to be MVP. Um, bad performances. Um, I mean, zero points from the Buccaneers. I think obviously is the one everyone's expecting us to say. Um, Brady getting shut out for the first time in 255 games. Um, Crazy. Whilst that pro- probably worth mentioning the injuries as well. Leonard Fournette. Um, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans all going down. Um, Godwin for the season. Mike Evans is week to week. Um, so not not great news for Buccaneers fans. Um, although no. I still think they'll be fine. Um, obviously losing Fournette on IR, Godwin, that they're two massive weapons, especially playoff Lenny. So like like the likes of Ronald Jones, for example, are really really gonna have to step up for them to have a chance. Yeah, and I mean Antonio Brown stepping back, he's not practiced, I don't think, for about two months. No, so <laughs> no, he hasn't. you know it's it's not even even though he'll probably be getting the targets, whether he'll be actually as useful as he usually is. Uh, remains to be seen. I mean, he's he's obviously a phenomenal player, but two months without practice, yeah, it's injured. enough to put anyone um, sort of in a bad spell. Yeah, yeah, it's not too good, is it? Um, yeah, it's it's been a strange all week. I think a lot of people were surprised by the results. I think there's been there's there have been players who who we thought would be incredible and would play very very well, and who haven't. Uh, and then there have been players that have played really well in spite of the odds. So it's. Um, is a very odd one, um, but yeah, the, obviously the loss of Fournette and then Eckler potentially isn't yeah. playing this week as well, um, which is a huge loss too. Um, and then yeah, it's it's just a it's just a weird season. I think we've said it before a few so times. The, the number of injuries <laughs> and obviously COVID getting thrown in there as well. It's just it's very difficult to predict. Um, what to do it would be interesting to see how many if you could run a statistical analysis on the entire <laughs> entirety of all fantasy leagues and just see how many players people had at the start compared to who they had at the end oh, in winning teams yeah yeah i think people have had to do a lot of tinkering this year just because that's the yeah. only way to get through trades and the waivers have, have have had to be key this year i think you've had you've had to be on top of it otherwise you just yeah you just knackered yeah, and it's it's the people who have stumbled on the likes of the you know the Cooper Cups and the Leonard Fournettes and the well up until now obviously, yeah, and the James Connors who have who have benefited from from that kind of yeah. unforeseen greatness uh, that have done quite well. It's uh, it has just been. I know a lot of people like to say fantasy is a game of skill, and there is a level of that to it. But it's, you've just got to be lucky, really, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the wrong. day, you've just got to hope that whoever you've picked is is still in the running in uh, in a few weeks' yeah. time. And and this year, that kind of the pain of losing a key player. I think almost every player, uh, fantasy player, that is has um, has felt that just because it's been so difficult. Um, but we uh, we do what we can. <laughs> that's, that's all you can do. 
that's it. I don't want to don't want to be you know toot my own horn, but you know I'm in three semi-finals this week, so um, <laughs> sometimes skill does play a part, I guess. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look at the week sixteen lineups. We'll go quick fire again, um, and first up on Christmas Eve, um, at least that is Christmas Eve for us. Um, it is the Titans and the Forty ers Ooh. Yeah, I mean, Titans Titans have, have, have sort of stumbled to 10 wins. Um, however, the, the Niners, I must admit, have been on a little bit of a roll. Uh, they absolutely dismantled the Falcons last week. And Jimmy G has quietly been you know, just very efficient uh, these last few weeks. I, I, think, I think the Niners, with Jimmy G performing how he is, obviously Titans without their usual amazing run game and... Their receiving weapons are all gone. I think I think the Niners will win this one in in the end fairly comfortably. I think uh, the Niners have got a good run game, good pass game. They've got Debo Samuel who who is vying to be I think the the first receiver in twenty certainly twenty plus years to lead his team in rushing touchdowns, which is which is always nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he got his seventh last week, which is just crazy. So yeah, I, th- I think the Niners will, will, will win this one in the end fairly comfortably. I think I think the Titans take the take the L here. Hmm. Good assessment. Uh, next up, we've got the Packers and the Browns. Um, I mean, yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be a massacre, isn't it? I, I, I assume you agree as well. Uh, the Browns are having. I mean, seven and seven, horrible loss to the to the Raiders. I I know they've been through a lot, the Browns, but you look back on their season and you know a couple of those wins that they that they bottled and they you know they'd be top seed in their division. Um, but yeah, Packers, Aaron Rodgers is 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 in one of those moods. He's having one of those seasons. The the Packers will win this fairly comfortably. I would have thought in the end, I would imagine it'll be a bit of a blowout. The only person at the minute on the Browns I like is is Nick Chubb. Really, that's that's about all you can say. <laughs> yeah, it's not been a good one for the Browns as of late. Um, next up, we've got the Cardinals, who were last week beaten by the Lions and the Colts. Yeah, this will be this will be a good matchup actually. Um, not not many people um predicted the uh, the Lions to win uh, against the Cardinals. They they just were very bad. The, the Cardinals just didn't get much going on offense, and and they got sort of outplayed by Jared Goff on the on the defensive end. So the Cardinals will want to come back, especially with uh, the Rams winning last night, which now makes, obviously, the division a lot more tighter. Um, having said that, I think the Colts will, will do this one. I think this this might be, well, not an upset because the Colts are pretty good, but I think the Colts, again, if they get Jonathan Taylor going, he's definitely going to go over 100 again. It's mm. pretty much a guarantee these days. Um, Kyler hasn't looked the same for me since he come back from the injury, um, and the Colts' defense is pretty solid um, in general. So yeah, I think the, I think the Colts will get this one, um, which will then give the advantage to the Rams in the divisional battle. Very good. Uh, next up, we've got the Falcons and the Lions. Ooh, what a matchup! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't really love the Lions, but I must admit, I do. I do like Dan Campbell. L- listening to his his post game speeches really does fire you up. Um, but yeah, again, I think the Lions can win this one. The, the Falcons are just as bad. I know they've got more wins, but outside of Cordarrelle Patterson, they've got not much in the run game. You know, Matt Ryan to me just looks like he should just retire. Um, and the Lions, they, they've been on a bit of a tear recently. They they are they're playing for each other, um, and I, I think they I think they can win this one. Um, I don't think it'll be great for fantasy. Um, to be honest, no. but um, I think I think a low-scoring Lions win, I, I can see that happening. 
Very good. And then next up, we've got the Vikings and the Rams. Um, tasty game. Um, obviously, nice to see Kirk Cousins get his second prime time win yeah. the other night. Both wins have come against Chicago, for the record. Puts him to two and eleven, I believe. Um, but I think I think the Rams. I mean, the the Rams have been on fire these last two games. Um, nice wins against the Seahawks. Um, and then the win, obviously, against the Cardinals the week before. Um to make the division a little bit tighter. So, yeah, I, th- I think the Rams will win this one. As much as I love Kirk Cousins, but hate saying that, um, I, th- <laughs> I think I think the Rams will, will prove t- too much, um, to be honest, for the for the Vikings. Um, Stafford's been playing well. Cup's been playing phenomenally well. Um, the run game, even in the absence of Henderson's, has been not too bad with Sonny Michel. Um, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see the Vikings being able to keep up in this one, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, I sadly agree. Um, I do. I do think on the face of it and on paper, the Rams are the the team to back. Um, Jets and Jaguars next up. Oh, they just keep getting better. I know that it's a great week, isn't it? Um, t- to be honest, I, d- I don't think I've said it all season, but I, I'm going to go with the Jets here. Um, oh wow! The, the Jaguars have, have disappointed me. Um, I, I thought they'd they'd managed to bundle something together to beat the Texans, but they couldn't even do that. Um, obviously, they're in between coaches right now. Trevor Lawrence is, although I still think he'll have a good career, is as not being good. The only bright spot for the Jaguars is James Robinson finally got the level of touches that he deserves um, as their best offensive player. But the Jets, the Jets have been competitive. You know, a, a close loss to the Dolphins. Um, in general, I think they're a little bit more together. The Jets, so I, I think the Jets will win this one. Um, but again, it, it won't be pretty. I don't think. <laughs> No. <laughs> Next up, we've got the Eagles and the Giants. Yeah, I mean, like we were discussing, uh, our boy Jalen Hurts, nice, easy uh, schedule for the next two weeks. Um, and again, I mean, the Giants are, the Giants are dreadful. Um, obviously, Daniel Jones um, shut down. It'll be Mike Glennon in his place. And there's there's no way a Mike Glennon-led offense um, can, can beat Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I, I think the Eagles get the win. Go one win a bit above five hundred, um, and like we said, I think this is another another big twenty pointer from Hertz. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> and then we've got the uh, the Patriots and the Bills. Oh yeah, um, I mean Bills badly need the win here, um, but based on what we saw just a couple of weeks ago, um, where the Patriots ran it thirty eight times and passed it three times and just manhandled the Bills. Um, I, I can't see it happening. Um, so I think the Patri- Patriots will get the win. Um, the issue for me is, even though the Patriots' weakness is the rush defence, outside of Josh Allen, the Bills don't have a run game. Devin Singletree and Zach Moss might as well not be on the team. Um, it's, so I, 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 I think Bill Belichick will be able to stop Josh Allen, and that's all you really need to do. So I think the Patriots get the win, and it's another rough loss for the Bills, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a good point actually. I think Josh Allen is the key to that offense, and if you can keep him contained, then you've you've, yeah, you've got the win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bengals and Ravens. Ooh, massive game! Absolutely massive game. Um, I believe is is Lamar said scheduled to come back, or I think so. I believe people are hopeful that he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. He's he's due to start. Obviously, so if it will if Lamar starts, obviously this this will be a pretty good game massive division implications 
Um, but I'll, I'll be honest, I think even if he comes back, I've, I've just not liked the way he's been playing these past, past few weeks. Um, the Ravens really should be in should be ahead, obviously, apart from the two-point conversion. So I think I think the Bengals will make them pay this week. Um, I've liked what I've seen out of Joe Burrow all season. Um, they've got some good young weapons in the receiving core. Joe Mixon's been pretty fantastic all season as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think the Bengals will get the win here. They've already beaten them once this season. I think I think yeah, a second time, easy. Nice. And next up, we've got the Texans and the Chargers. Yeah, I ch- Chargers will win this. Um, yeah, it, it's one thing for the Texans to beat the Jaguars, but they ain't beaten Justin Herbert. Um, Herbert's been fantastic all season. Texans defense is pretty bad, so I, I would imagine. Herbert has a pretty tasty game here. Like you said, they might be without Eckler, um, which is a little bit annoying for them. Um, but they've got so many weapons in the receiving core, um, and Herbert's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, so e- easy win for the Chargers. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Panthers and Buccaneers, however. <laughs> Not going to be easy for one of these teams. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, my my dislike not dislike. I do like the guy, but he's just not very good. Um, Cam Newton, Cam Newton will struggle against against that Buccaneers defense. Um, even with the the changes the Bucks will need to make on the offensive end, with the likes of um obviously Brown having to step up, um Perriman having to step up, and Rojo having to step up. I think yeah, th- there's no way the Panthers walk out walk out with the win. Unfortunately, um, nice easy bounce back game for the Buccaneers. Um, I think again. I, I don't think it'll be amazing for fantasy because you know Brady has at the end of the day lost you know three of his key weapons. So I think it'll be a bit of a down tick in terms of fantasy. But yeah, the, the Buccaneers will, will get a fairly comfortable win. Very good. And then we've got the Seahawks and the Bears. <sighs> yeah, this one doesn't excite me really. Um, the, the Bears are dreadful. Um, then they need to sack their coach. Um, poor Justin Fields is just is just getting eaten alive out there, uh, which is a shame because he has, he has shown flashes. But I would imagine the Seahawks, even though they've got nothing to play for, I would imagine the Seahawks will get the will get the win here. I don't think it'll be pretty again, um, because as bad as they are, the Bears Bears defense, especially the pass rush, is is no slouch. Um, so I think the Seahawks will get the win, but it'll be like it'll be like twenty one fourteen or something. It it won't be a, an exciting victory for the Seahawks. This. No, I don't think it will either. Um, next up, we've got the Raiders and the Broncos. Ooh. Yeah, my Broncos still in, still in the shout. Um, obviously, as are the Raiders of getting that wild card slot. So this is a massive game. Only issue is obviously Teddy Bridgewater is is um, under concussion protocols. Um, so Drew Lock it does appear to be getting the start. So with that in mind, I, I do think, unfortunately, for my Broncos, the, the Raiders will, will get the win here. And that'll, that'll see us out of the playoffs, unfortunately. Um, yeah, the, the, the Raiders, have much, as much as they've been sort of inconsistent this season, De- Derek Carr in general has, has, has been relatively solid and gone under the radar. Hunter Renfro has been good over these past few weeks. And I think... Um, without without Teddy B, unfortunately, I, I don't think that Broncos um, offense uh, led by Drew Lock can um, can do anything. To be honest, I, I, don't, I don't really like Drew Lock. So yeah, Raiders will get the win, and that's the Broncos out of the playoffs. I think. Yeah, which maybe so. We will see. And then next up, we've got Chiefs and Steelers. Chiefs Steelers. Um, yeah, I mean, 
Chiefs offense is absolutely amazing. Um, being on fire these last few weeks. Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I don't think he'll be able to keep up with Mahomes. Um, as much as the Steelers do have a, a pretty solid defense. Um, I, I don't think that'll matter in this one. Uh, so yeah, Ch Chiefs will get the win. And, and the same thing for the Steelers, obviously with a loss that sort of pu pushes them out of playoff contention, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Big Ben is just too past it. Um, I think if the Steelers have any chance, they need to get the run game going. Najee Harris has been a bit quiet these last couple of weeks. Um, so I think that's the best chance the Steelers have got. Run him into the ground, try and keep Mahomes off the field. But yeah, I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. And then we've got the Cowboys against Washington. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, Cowboys obviously beat him only, only two weeks ago, I believe. Um, as much as the Cowboys... Have a have a lot of wins. Dak Prescott still for me hasn't hasn't been playing good since the injury. So again, although I think he'll win, um, in terms in terms of fantasy, I, I don't think Prescott will do much. Um, both Zeke and Pollard went over fifteen points, I believe, last week. Um, so that'll be that'll be a nightmare for any owners again because it could just it could go either way. One could go off, or they could both do fairly averagely. Um, but yeah, Cowboys will get the win. Um, but yeah, I've I've not been impressed with their with their offense as of late. So I think once it gets to the actual playoffs, they'll struggle. Yeah, and finally we've got the Saints and the Dolphins. <sighs> bit of a bit of a nothing game. Um, the Dolphins can still get to the playoffs as well. They have won six straight. Um, Saints defense obviously shutting out the the books. Which I mean, if you'd have put on a, a bet on that, you'd have been a very <laughs> rich man. <You> would. <laughs> um, um, obviously led by Taysom Hill, the Saints, um, who I'm also not a big fan of. Um, but I think as good as the Saints' defence was, I am going to go with the Dolphins in this one. I, I think they, they keep the hot hand. I think they win their seventh straight, um, which would, I believe, only put them a game behind the Bills if the Bills lose. So, yeah, I think the Dolphins win, make that division a whole lot more interesting. Um as good as the Saints were, I don't think they can do it two weeks in a row. And Taysom Hill leading the offense does not excite me. No, no. Very good. So that's next week um, lined up. But it's time to first have a little look at Dynasty. Um, obviously, this was the first week of the playoffs. So there were only really two games of, of note from a playoff perspective to report on this time. And it was quite a... Quite a a bad game <laughs> from from poor, poor Rohan, who obviously, as 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 we probably all know now, and as listeners will know, his his team is made up largely of Seahawks and and <laughs> Bucks players, and, and the shutout was not 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 nice uh, for Rohan. So Alex won with one hundred and fifty four points, and Rohan lost with seventy seven points, um, which might be his worst performance yet. To be honest, he, he's usually pretty consistently good, Rohan, but obviously the the shutout was not friendly. Um, so yeah, Alex moves through to the, the second round. He'll be facing me, which is the, the eventuality I did not want because I always <laughs> seem to lose to Alex, which isn't good. Um, but he had Judd Burrow with uh, 13 points, so not too bad. Chubb with 16, as you say, the lone bright spot on that uh, <laughs> Browns offense. Antonio Gibson turning up with 18.5. Uh, Devontae Adams with 16, uh, Keenan Allen with 19, Oof. Mark Andrews was his bright spot with 36.6, what a game, um, 9 points from Gesicki, 
Uh, T. Higgins with four points, which is an uncharacteristically low amount of points there for, for Higgins. Um, Tua with 12, Gold with seven, and the Packers just came up blank with their defense. Uh, whereas Rohan, obviously, Brady, 3.76, might be one of his lowest ever career pointage <laughs> um, results there. Clyde Edwards allowed nine, Penny with six, uh, Metcalf with 11, Evans 2.4, obviously he's uh, he's now touch and go. Pitts, uh, 11.7, Gronkowski, 4, Stevenson, uh, the New England variety, with 4, um, Taysom Hill, not Tyreek Hill, with 9.46, and then Booker with 8, and the Bucks with 7 points Ugh. defense. So, a very rough game. Um, yeah. I think only two players of over 10 points and even then it was 11 points <laughs> so uh, yeah there were no kind of there was no respite really for Rohan nobody really showed up for him no yeah like 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 you said obviously that the the Buccaneers players combining for for under 10 points between Brady Gronkowski and um, and Mike Evans obviously that was always going to be tough to come back from same with regards to the Seahawks. Obviously, Metcalf, not very good. Penny, not very good, um, even though they got the win. So, yeah, um, it, it was gonna always going to be a tough one with the Buccaneers scoring zero on offense for Rohan, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, and as I say, that puts Alex at uh, going into round two against myself. And then for next week, so I'm predicted 175.6. He's predicted 173.12. So it's going to be a very, very tight game. Um, which obviously is exciting for any onlookers, but is utterly terrifying for myself. <laughs> um, and given, as I say, my track record against Alex, I'm not too hopeful this year. Um, I thought that I had the final in the bag, to be honest, but I, I did not expect this setback. So, um, yeah, it's all to play for next week. Meanwhile, down the other, the other branches, we've got um, Lewis and Tom facing off. And this was a fairly close one, yeah. only a difference of 21 points. Lewis sadly losing 132 uh, to Tom's 153. Uh, do you want to take us? Yeah. So yeah, for Lewis, um, yeah, coming up short by 21 points. Um, the winner, Tom, had Josh Allen uh, with 20 points. Uh, Aaron Jones with 15. Fournette, unfortunately injured, uh, with 13. Tyreek Hill went off, uh, 33 points, but he's now on the COVID list. Brandon Ayuk with 5. Um, Morrow with 13 nice little performance from the tight end there Zeke with 16 only one catch for Michael Pittman one point there um, Justin Herbert with 23 and then 8 and 4 from Koo and the Cardinals defence and then on the flip side Lewis uh, Carson Wentz with 5 points uh, so despite the win Wentz mm. really has let him down there Jonathan Taylor obviously Lewis's main man 25 points Tuba Hubbard in place of McCaffrey there for five points. Amari Cooper, two. DJ Moore, 12. Fryermuth with seven. Patrick with 13. Nice little performance from Tyler Boyd with 21. Justin Fields with 14. Six from Matt Prater. And then 17 from the Cowboys D is a nice little performance. But yeah, you've, you've got to look to Amari Cooper and, and Carson Wentz there as, as the main reasons why Lewis lost, I think. Yeah, and it's um, it's a tough one because uh, it is that time where you just have to win. Um, so the fifth place position is now being fought over by Rohan and uh, Lewis next week with Rohan predicted 148.7 and Lewis with 136.3. 
and then obviously we've got Elliot facing Tom. Um, which looks to be in Elliot's favour currently. He's got 162.7 predicted and 157.2 for Tom. So, yeah, it's, it's all to play for. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a big one this week. Who who do you think? What what's your predictions? My predictions. Let me just uh, let me just uh, click into the matchups there. So Elliot versus Tom first. I think to be honest, I I, I am going to favour Elliot slightly here. Um, obviously Tom has has lost Tyree Kill to COVID, which is a is a massive massive blow um, for this week because he, he is one of those game winners each week. Um, so to have to replace him. Um, by the looks of it, with Chase Claypool, um, is 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 not a good sign. Um, Elliot, on the flip side, I I think he's just got too many weapons that I can see going off. You got Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel's been amazing. Dalvin Cook, James Connor, the touchdown machine. Um, yeah. Um, and obviously, as we said, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is in one of those having one of those seasons. So I think it will be close, but I must admit, I think the the loss of Tyreek Hill might prove to be the difference. Unfortunately, yeah, it's a big loss. He is his wide receiver one, and he is very when he pops off, he does pop off. He's one of those players who who can win championships just by virtue of having a fantastic game. So yeah, big uh, big big loss for Tom there, but. He still has plenty of talent, and uh, all it takes is for one of L's big heavy hitters to not show up. James James Connor obviously is not playing so well, and he didn't practice either um, on Tuesday, so that's a little worrying. I know I've got him in another one of my leagues uh, going into a semi final, and I'm very worried about his status because he has been fantastic, and the return of Edmonds as well obviously impacts his his value significantly too. So. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's worries on both sides of the of the field, I think here. But no, I think I, if I were to back one of these two teams, I, I I agree with you. I do feel like Elliot has slightly more explosive players, and uh, all it takes is for one or two of those guys to go off, and it's it's in the bag for him. So yeah, but it'll be an interesting one to watch. And then your matchup with Alex again, obviously projected very close. Although I do think Antonio Brown being projected twenty is is, is a little high. I, I think <laughs> I think sleeper should probably should probably rectify that. Um, but again, I think it'll be I think it'll be a close matchup. Um, but I think the, the main the outlier for me is, is is the quarterback position. I think mainly when you when you look at Mahomes and Hurts versus Joe Burrow and Tua. I think that could be quite a difference um, when it comes to the final projected points. Mahomes has been on fire. Hertz has got a nice, easy matchup. Um, so I think I think that's going to be a massive difference. Obviously, I, I'm assuming you're hoping Eckler plays. Otherwise, you'll have to swap. God, well, what, Dante Foreman in perhaps. Yes. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I've got to hope that Eckler plays because he is he is fantastic. Um, He's the RB two on the year, so I need him to play. Otherwise, it is. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a little desperate at the old uh, running back position. Otherwise. So yeah, I think I think it'll be close. But obviously, you know, if if, if Eckler go, goes down, that that might that might just tip it in Alex's favour. But we'll we'll see again. Another very close matchup. Yeah, the other worry for me as well is Travis Kelsey. Obviously, is another one um, who is. Uh... Yeah, he's on. He's what well, he's what well, he's he's vaccinated, so he's available. Is that right? Yes, that they think. So. They think, I think so. It, yeah, I, so. I think it depends on his. If personal he gets two, yeah, yeah, so. of course. So fingers yeah. crossed for you on that one. Yeah, 
but yeah, it's going to be tight, and uh, it's all to play for. So um, I guess we'll see what what happens. Any any final words of wisdom before we close off today? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're at that point in the season. I mean, waivers aren't going to play too much of a part. So you've you've just got to go with your with your gut for the lineups. <laughs> um, I've I've been there before. Uh, losing a playoff matchup, knowing you've you've got extra points on the bench, is is heartbreaking. So do yeah. do do your research. Keep an eye on those injury reports because I think based on on last week and the entire season, um, that that's certainly going to play a part this week. Uh, good luck to everyone. Um, I as ever will be stress free next week because I have no matchups. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.